Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Ernie Casper. I'm your host. And this is another awesome episode. It'll be short, it'll be brief, but it's worth sharing with your friends, people who are conservatives, people who are questioning liberal values, questioning about what's going on in Canada, and they're concerned about the middle class in Canada, they're concerned about our freedoms, concerned about our democracy, and moving forward with logic and science and with wisdom and integrity. But what we're seeing right now, what we're seeing in Canada is a scary turn of events. It's, it's, it's something that is needing a great concern. It's needing our attention as Canadians. You can't just sit back and fall asleep or be apathetic. You need to speak out, you need to stand up, and you need to be proactive. You see, recently, what we have going on in Canada is a mass exodus of oil companies. Now, maybe uh, a lot of you or some of you haven't really been researching about oil companies and how much it actually benefits Canada. Well, let me tell you, our Western culture is where it is today because of oil. Now, I am no, I don't work for the oil companies. I am just an independent average Joe who is sick and tired of hearing about the leftist propaganda that's been put out by the, the media that's bought and paid for by the Liberal Party. And I'm sick and tired of hearing all this woke garbage that's happening to our society in which we are being dumbed down. It's brain rot. And we are being indoctrinated in the school systems. And and we're being indoctrinated into a woke mentality so that we're always triggered, that we're always upset, but we never ask questions. We always think that if we're just angry, that verifies whatever we're thinking. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're just feeling it, it's accurate. So here we are. In the Financial Post, there was an excellent article that came out. It says, the title is this, The 30 Billion Exodus. Foreign oil firms keep bailing on Canada's energy sector. The drumbeat of exits, rare for such a stable oil-producing country, adds an extra layer of gloom for an industry that accounts for about a fifth of Canada's exports. So here we are, people. We have a mass exodus happening in Canada, and no one seems to be talking about it. It's just being kept silent. And Justin Trudeau made it very clear he wants to eliminate the oil industry. He wants to eliminate, I'm sure, the mining industry as well. He's, he's wanting to just remove everything from Canada and do this weird, woke, eco-friendly, supposedly eco-friendly, but when you really investigate everything that is being pre- uh, presented, it shows nothing that is actually beneficial in the long run for our environment. In fact, it, cr- it produces more problems for our society. Electric cars, how do you think it th- things get manufactured? You know, if you want to look in the, in the history of things, look at countries that have tried. Germany tried desperately to go all green, and it failed miserably. Uh, what we want to see is what is... What is Justin Trudeau's ideology? Well, Justin Trudeau is this guy who has repeatedly stated how he admires communist dictators. And because of that, I remember when this came out, when he was stating how he admired Fidel Castro and all these 
these horrible people who have committed atrocities to humanity. And he said he admired them. Why did not the entire Canadian population stand up and revolt against this man who has been promoting communism and socialism is beyond me. Well, actually not. I think where it has been put into, or I should say instilled, or kind of the Trojan horse kind of thing, is where it was introduced to the schools. And what has happened is the teachers in the school systems have become radicalized. Many of these teachers have become Saul Alinsky type uh, people who are, have this mentality that socialism is this beautiful ideology that will save the world. Even though when you look at history, not once has socialism su- successfully done what it said it would do. In fact, what it did is it persecuted people. It silenced people. There was massive uh, bread lines, people waiting to get poverty, waiting to get food. People had no rights. People were silenced. And Christians were horribly persecuted. People had to flee. My ancestors had to flee. And my parents are immigrants. So the story is very clear. And it was very clear as a child that communism is a dangerous ideology. It does not, it does not succeed where it states its promises. Socialism is communism for slow learners. People, you got to get on track with this and you got to understand Canada is being indoctrinated in the schools. It sounds so crazy, but now it's it's a huge reality. Teachers are speaking about socialism like it's this beautiful, beautiful thing. Like it's a sacred, wonderful thing that we just got to keep trying until we get it right. But you forget about the millions and millions and millions of people who were killed because of socialism, because of communism. We don't understand fully if we start to erase history and cover up history and try to make everything offensive in history. That's where people go blind. If you don't learn from the past, you're gonna you're bound to repeat it in the future. And this is where we are, people. Justin Trudeau has blatantly said how he does not like the white kind of culture or the the British kind of Anglo, whatever, Saxon slash whatever influence into Canada and that he's going to purposefully change it. That means it's called soul, it's called social engineering. What he wants to do is change everything about Canada and remove everything that has worked perfectly fine and has worked very well in Canada. People think things are broken in Canada, but they aren't. But what's happened is, as soon as Justin Trudeau got in, we started to see everything to do with identity politics, everything to do with skin color, everything to do with male and females, everything to do with supposed uh, feminism by his by his be or his act or his statements. But in fact, his actions have stated otherwise. We all know this from the SNC scandal, the SNC-Lavalin scandal. We know this that uh, Justin Trudeau has also gone on to this blackface thing, which, I mean, I'm sorry. You do it like three, four times, eight times, whatever, how many times you've done it. It's, it's absurd that a person paints their entire body black and then people go out 
and go out of their way to excuse him for something that should have been made clear that that is unacceptable and that it is racist and it's ignorant. But what instead Justin Trudeau decides to do is he goes in front of the camera and he says, look, I'm sorry for the, you know, the fact that I came from a wealthy, you know, family, blah, blah, blah. He basically is blaming his affluent growing up, his influence, influence, being influenced by money and power within his family. That's not apologizing. That's saying this is the environment that made me this way. Well, hey. I can carry on. And that was only to show you, hey, look how woke I am. I'm not actually saying sorry to you, but look, I'm woke. Again, it's the same thing where this individual goes out and he wants people to know, hey, I'm self-righteous. Hey, I'm righteous. I'm more I'm more woke than anyone. I'm more alive and, and understanding of everything going on. Time and time again, Justin Trudeau has done this. And it is damaging to Canada playing these kind of politics this racial this racial baiting this uh creating a host you know like a hostile environment trying to make everybody homophobic islamophobic he just states everybody who disagrees with mass immigration as if they're islamophobic when people have said i've talked to numerous people who've said you know what i want a healthy rigorous uh vetting process and how can you do that when you have some people who have no history of where they're from, no history as to where they've been, what radical groups or just average groups they've been involved with? There's nothing. There's nothing to vet. There's nothing to show for. But they say, hey, we've properly vetted. And then violent accidents occur or violent crimes occur, I should say. And this is after the vetting. So we know it's not perfect, and we definitely know that the Trudeau government knows it's not perfect, and they don't care because they have this idea in their head that they want to bring in a large group of people. Now, what I mean by large group is this. Century Initiative has released a detailed plan for ensuring a secure, a prosperous standard of living for Canada's future generation, centered on boosting the population to 100 million people by 2100. And they say this, learn more about our recommendations at blah, 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 hashtag big bold Canada, hashtag CDNPOLI, Canadian Pol- Politics, abbreviation. So they're telling you they're going to bring in 100 million people into Canada. Now you tell me where all these people are going to be able to get in. Where are they all going to live? We're talking along the border. It's not going to be all over the vast parts of Canada where there's permafrost for a large portion of the year. It's not really habitable. But they're going to go around the border and they're going to go to major cities. You're going to see Toronto, Vancouver. You're going to see, you know, Calgary. You're going to see all kinds of places, large cities where these people are going to move in. And when you have mass immigration, look at Germany. It failed miserably. You look at Sweden. It went horrible. You look at any place in Europe where mass immigration happened 
and what you had was a massive onslaught on the the structure of that nation because you don't have time for people to assimilate what you have is a mass large group of people coming in who have grown up with strong ideologies that are on the side of being anti-democratic being anti-democracy I should say their ideologies have to do with something that is far more um, that they will align with their ideology that they will align with and that they will put above democracy and these things we look at the stats we look at Europe we look at what's going out there and we've seen the absolute dismal failure and the destruction of these places and yet here's here's the century initiative saying we're gonna bring in 100 million people by 2100 you tell me how that's gonna look because it's not realistic it's not it's not being uh, prudent it's not being logical it's not looking at the infrastructure properly not looking at our social programs not looking at our health uh, what how the hospitals are run what what kind of weight is this gonna bear on people what about the waiting lines or, or the waiting times that we have already in the hospitals trust me I've been there and it's hours and hours and hours and that's under a socialist form of medical system that we have and we think it's going to get better by having 100 million people come in I'm telling you this is insanity and this is this is where globalism fits in and this is where globalism kicks in because the idea of globalism is to bring in mass immigration so it can break the, the nation's identity, their own autonomy, their own way of thinking, their own way of doing things. It's, as you would say, the way that a nation identifies. It'll strip its own autonomy and it will instill a one-world globalist reliance. That's what the agenda is and that's what the liberals are. The liberals are no longer actually the liberals but the Socialist Party, and they have an agenda, and this is where it's going. Welcome to Canada.